And welcome to the Game Central podcast. This week, brought to you by Belgravia Hair Loss Clinic. Podcast regular Don Goss has accepted a rather generous offer of a free trial from Belgravia, which means Don won't be available for the next two weeks. But like any great company that deals in phones and cars, whilst one of our presenters are away getting repaired, we have been sent a replacement at no extra cost to ensure the smooth running of the podcast. Good evening, Dave. Good evening. Now, you probably won't remember, Dave, uh, you were on almost a year ago now, Dave, because I remember it being the summer holidays, which seemed to last forever back when we were children. Yeah. And we were talking yeah, it was about that, then, actually. Warfare, weren't we? Yes. Yes, it was actually. And that turned out to be crap. So, yeah. I oh, think our predictions were correct. Excuse me, Mr. <laughs> Negative. <clears throat> this week's the big one. I'm not talking about Wolfenstein, the new order. I am talking about the general election. You get to vote for someone who is better than you in every way and has not faced any of the adversities that you have through life. Everyone can vote, even women. This annoys Gareth, a true man of the Stone Age era. Who have you voted for in the general election? Or who are you going to vote for? You keep cutting out. (laughs) This (laughs) This week, it's the big one. I'm not talking about Wolfenstein and the order. I'm talking about the general election. You get to vote for better than you in every way. Who has not faced any of the adversities that you have through life. Everyone can vote, even women. This annoys Gareth, a true man of the Stone Age. Who have you voted for in the general election, Gareth? I have never voted. Never? never. Nope. Wow. Oh, shit. Uh... Not even during, like, bear It's like I just told you I had cancer. <laughs> I've never voted either, mate. Everyone just goes silent and goes, oh, well, well, I don't know what to do now. Well, there you go. But before you make your final decisions, please take these candidates into consideration. First up is Gareth Williams. Gareth will make facial hair compulsory for everyone, including women. Every couple will have separate bedrooms until they are married and hymens must be kept intact. Everyone, everyone who isn't from Manchester will be deported from England and he will make bestiality legal. So good luck with that one, Gareth. I really think I'm going to uh, get a really strong turnout from the Welsh on my final Yeah, point. I reckon, yeah. I reckon I don't got, think like, a good so. stand in there. Yeah. Because they're not from Manchester, so they'll be deported. Yeah, well... You know, they don't even live in England, so they don't have to get deported. Oh, OK, so I don't know the intricacies of your party. Well, I mean, they can't vote anyway, because they're from Wales. Well, shut up, then! So, <laughs> I have, you're you're a appealing floor. to the population that can't even vote. you got yeah, it wrong. smart, isn't it? No one else is appealing to them. It's an, it's an open market. It is. Well, Dave's main aim is to raise the legal age of consent from 16 to 52. Not only will this eradicate teenage pregnancy, it will also bring down the population size. He would also lower the age for gay sexual consent from 18 to 16, because he also believes that this will lower teenage pregnancy. He will also have every woman's reproductive organ removed to combat teenage pregnancy. Now, you seem to have a very specific target you're going for there in your party, Dave. Well... We feel 
in a you know the Dave party that uh, it survives in concern and that we need to take drastic, almost extreme action that to make sure that uh, you know it's it's solved. And I reckon, like Gareth, I'm going to have a huge standing. You know, in the especially Welsh yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm really appealing for the Scotland, uh, the people of Scotland, to get behind me. As my main goal is to create more jobs. I would achieve this by making education compulsory until the age of 30, where you will sit your GCSEs. You will fail. If you fail, you'll be taken out the back and shot. If you appear <laughs> on Jeremy Cole, you'll be taken out the back and shot. If you appear on Benefits Britain, you'll be taken out the back and shot. I think this would free up a lot in the welfare and also make more job interviews. I am Rob, and you are listening to a Game Central political broadcast, soon to be played from every speaker across Britain in our totalitarian government. So I hope everyone's feeling okay. You feeling a bit upbeat, Gareth? Uh, a little bit, maybe. Tell people about your tongue. <laughs> My tongue's hurting, and uh, I looked in the mirror, and it's it's all kind of white on one side, and it's all yeah. looking a bit gross. And unfortunately, ladies, Gareth is in a relationship. So, uh, have you got any ailments this evening, Dave? Um, no. No, are you sure? Um, yeah, no, I'm positive. I have to think there as well. Dave can't uh, drink caffeine. <laughs> so, when he comes over or, or you know, he's in Birmingham, I've had to get out of London because of it. Cause yeah, of yeah obviously because of Huge, huge caffeine salesman just like throwing it down my throat, so I just had to get out. Of yeah, it. and you know, if he drinks it, your digestive system attacks you, doesn't it, Dave? Yes, it does. In Very quite a graphic and uh, un, you know, undesirable way. Very undesirable. I think, I think that's um, it. Is it, saying it. For myself, um, I was cutting carrots the other day. Uh, they say that blunt knives are more dangerous than sharp knives when cooking. I never believed it, Gareth, but I actually sliced through the top of my finger. Um, not very nice. Uh, uh, I went into a game the other day, uh, Dave, and I yep. said to Vicky, because yep. my finger was just bleeding, I said, uh, I'm sure you can sympathise with me, Vicky. I need a plaster. I've eyes a nasty gash. <laughs> Do you get it? Did you wink? Did you wink while you said that? I didn't. I was masturbating. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's, that's good enough. You know? Thank you very much. I think, if anything, that's better. It is, because it's showing your intent, isn't it? I think a wink yeah, exactly. can sometimes especially, be... Especially when you're staring into someone else's face whilst doing it. Yeah, and I mean, a wink can sometimes be seen as a friendly gesture, but I just exactly. wanted to cut the bullshit <laughs> and just get straight to what I was thinking. Straight about to it. it. You want to make it. sure there was no mistaking what you were doing for any <laughs> kind of friendly behaviour. No, I think she was in full control over what I was doing. She knew what was going on. Um, but Don isn't here this week, which means there is no hot goss ip this week. Uh, hot goss ip is news that is so revolutionary and hot that it would be simply ludicrous to bunch it with the regular news, which is a shame. But Dave's job is to technically fill in for Don, so it's time for Dave's hot Ellery ip. <laughs> So it is time for Dave's Hot Ellery Ip. Now, Dave, you've been given the monumental task of finding some sort of news that no one's ever heard of, 
it's news that you know if someone heard it they would literally take their own life right okay take their own life here we go it's like you know no no large uh, what's his name there pressure or anything um, no, what's his name pressure right. seen as I'm sure that you know gossip is the pro yeah. at this uh, but it's not his name. well <laughs> in this section it is I suppose yeah yeah, uh, I've currently uh, unearthed a um, com- a what is it? A no, no, no. Sorry, let me just get my you know my braining gear. It's currently a battle for which of three pre-orders. Um, there is a company called Green Man's Gaming, which are currently selling uh, the Witcher Three pre-order for yeah. thirty percent less than their current rivals, which are Steam. And GOG Gaming, who sell a uh, PC. Is this um, just PC, Dave? This is PC. Wow. Okay. That's but, great, isn't it? So, all our PC listeners out there, well, you just alienated listeners. the console listeners. Hold well on. Well, sadly, um, seeing as Microsoft isn't, and I'm guessing PlayStation, Sony, I'm not going to just, you know, bias this. Their online stores are completely monopolized by them, so therefore, other outside companies won't be able to join this dispute as it were so PC gamers have the luxury of this as they can get their CD key for 30% less at Green Man Gaming that just sounds like an advertisement for Green Man Gaming that doesn't sound like gossip well it's the best I could do in the half an hour that you gave me yeah but (laughs) you you know it does sound like you're just giving them advertisement (laughs) it's even Green Man Gaming is actually doing The Witcher 3 uh, (laughs) cheaper than and what was the name again Dave? Huh? What, what's the name of the site? What? The name of the well, site, please. Well, well, you just said it, Green Man Gaming. <laughs> and it's at greenmangaming.co.uk? Dot com. Dot com. And they do it 30% off. So what is that? what does that work as? Uh, $39, uh, which Not is... Not bad. Not bad. about 27 quid. Including our American audience there. Very, yeah. very smart. I love it. And that uh, works at £38. The other gossip, which might be, uh, which Rob, I'm sure you can turn this into conspiracy theory of some kind, okay. is uh, a scientist um, uh, revealed and proved why platform gaming uh, strolls from left to right. Yeah, Not because right no, right to left, isn't it? No, it's left to right. You sure? Yeah, positive. No, you you yeah. go right, like Sonic, Mario, you start and you go yeah, right. Yeah, so you start on the left-hand side and you move over to the right-hand side. Yeah, yeah. really, because the screen what moves you with you. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. If you try to play the game the other way round, so you yeah. start on the right-hand side of the screen and you move towards the left, it can actually create um, the feeling of seasickness and nausea. So that's why games actually do that. Again, not really gossip, but just a fact. Is it like when you're sitting on a train and you feel like you're going backwards? Yes, exactly Thanks the same feeling. <laughs> so, See, that's more interesting. <laughs> yeah, if they were making a game like based on a ship, the level yes. should go from right to left to simulate that feeling. That'd be really oh, cool. Imagine that. Or the level on Streets of Rage set on the boat. Should be from right to left to really throw you off. Yeah. Well, Dave, I found that really good. It's not really gossip, but it's interesting. Like I said, I... I couldn't really get much gossip, you know. Hideo well, could, what's saying, Kojima hasn't really got back to me yet. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is just what Ellery appears. It's just yeah. facts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting science facts about games. There we go. 
Thank you, Dave. That's Pleasure. very nice. You're like the um, what was his name? The one in Brainiac Science Abuse, John Titum. What was oh, his John name? T- what was Is his it? name? It's the guy from Big Brother, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You're like him. I'm like that kid. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Because he's my idol. So thank you very much for preparing me. <laughs> Fantastic. <to him. laughs> well, that was David Ellery Goss. No. It's just an Ellery. You invent <laughs> Ellery. Get it right. <laughs> that, that was the Ellery for this week. All the science news that you want to know, but couldn't be bothered to find out for yourself. <laughs> This is the section where we talk about the news, all the hot news that's happened this week. Obviously, you're probably going to think, well, you built up the Ellery Ip as if it was going to be better than any news that you've got. So now hearing that, I'm probably just going to turn off because if it can't even match the price of Witcher 3, it's probably not going to interest me whatsoever. Um, I apologise anyway, straight away for that. Last week, in a bit of a sort of throwaway comment, it was either Don or Gareth, I can't remember. It was me. Are you sure? Yes. Because you did take the Zelda being delayed thing from Don. No, I didn't. Basically, I don't know if this is rumour. Well, it's not rumour. It's fact. But I don't know if it's because people have been... I don't know if anyone's actually bought a console. I know on eBay there's a lot listed for them. But has anyone actually bought it? Uh, PS4 with Silent Hills teaser, PT, is going to cost you around £1,000. What is the, the actual facts behind this, Gareth? Are they selling, or is it just what people are listing them at and the media's kind of just got a bit crazy? Well, I mean, nobody can download PT anymore. So, obviously, that puts these consoles... Well, I say obviously. Apparently, this puts these consoles at some kind of premium price. Uh, I don't think anyone's actually bought one. It's just a thing, isn't it? Okay, they start they're keeping it quiet. Consoles with playable teasers installed. Because the way I always look at these things, Gareth, is that if someone's not going to look at, say, The Last of Us mm-hmm. and think, hmm, I'm going to go and get a PS4, or Grand Theft Auto V and think, hmm, I'm going to get a PS4, I don't think they're going to look at it and go, oh, there's a free uh, sort of playable um, sort of advertisement for an upcoming game that's been cancelled. You know what? I think now is the time I'm going to go into the next generation. You know what? I'm not yeah. going to pay 299 or whatever it costs to buy anywhere else. I'm going to pay £1,000 because yeah. I'm ready to now go into the next generation of consoles. Yeah. It's like I'm such a hardcore Silent Hill fan that I didn't buy the PlayStation 4 when this teaser trailer was free. <laughs> so yeah. I'm now going to spend £1,000 because I really, really, really want that teaser trailer for a game which I'm never going to play. Exactly. I really, really want it. It's like someone coming up to you, Gareth, and saying... Uh, do you want to watch, um, I don't know, a DVD of The Matrix? The Matrix is not being uh, pressed anymore. You're not going to be able to find it anywhere else. And you said, yes, please. And he'll say, well, it's in my DVD player. Uh, I can't get it out because it's stuck. But you can have it for £1,000. That's, that's the sort of realm we're talking about, Gareth, and I'm not too happy about it. Um, yeah. The, the, um, yeah. We've seen this before, obviously, with Flappy Bird. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. Uh, but the craziest thing about this <laughs> is that you can watch that entire PT thing be played on YouTube 8,000 times by 8,000 <laughs> different people. For free. You don't need to own it to have seen it. No. Exactly. I just think it's these idiots like John down the road. He's like, Barbara, Barbara, look at this. She's like, what, Dave? Not Dave. <laughs> yes. oh, I'm sorry, Dave. Uh, 
Look on the TV. They're saying that these PT demos with PS4 go for a thousand pounds. You've got one. You've got that, John. Yeah, I have. I'm going to get it up on eBay, and then he's like, Has anyone putting a bid for it? Oh no. And he's shocked when oh. it isn't sold. Yeah. Yeah. But there you go. Uh, I guess game... that only appeals really to um, the collectibles and the people who just want one of a kind type things. Yeah. Because then they could just boast to you know ten people in the pub who'd give a shit. I don't think you could find ten, Dave. <laughs> Probably one around uh, South East London. Yeah, walk up to a bunch they'll of girls. Go, that, uh... go to a gaming convention. Oh, did you know I've got a Silent Hill uh, PT on uh, my <laughs> PS4? <laughs> and then everyone walks away. Let's try it. Dave. Let's try it when we go to uh, the expo. Uh, yeah, let's see. Um, a game that does deserve the attention is The Last of Us Left Behind uh, getting standalone release on PS3 and PS4 now I loved The Last of Us but unfortunately when I completed it I had to give the Playstation 3 back uh, so I never got a chance to play uh, the Left Alone expansion uh, did either of you guys? Oh, see sadly I'm I'm one of the extremely rare people who have who has never even played The Last of Us wow we replaced like missed... Don with Don well, they did say they'd get a light for light replacement when we went to the best. Yeah. <laughs> They've done the best they can. Yeah. He's crap at gossip, but he's just as bad at games. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, this this is brilliant. Uh, yeah. Because it's only going to be seven ninety nine, Dave. I'm not being horrible. Um, but that's that's a fantastic price for a fantastic yeah, game. Um, it's a two-hour demo. Um, no, the two-hour demo is for multiplayer. Okay. Well, hopefully, they'll stop making it and stop releasing it, and then it will cost £1,000. <laughs> Which would be absolutely fantastic. So get that while you can before it's pulled. I'll be quite excited about this. Um, I remember when GTA released their... GTA 4 released their DLC on the standalone disc. Yeah. And I found that, like, miles better than actually GTA 4. Um, so if that's going to be anything like, you know... if the last. I like it, Dave, to be honest. <laughs> okay. It's the last of us. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm just saying it's, that it, it's a good idea. As I, okay. Oh, thanks, Dave. Well, I'll get hold of Naughty Dog and let them know that you approve. Uh, let me just say so you get the Dave's of approval. Yeah. No, it's, it's hard to come by that yeah. of approval. In, in fairness, this isn't just the DLC sold on its own. Like, you can also upgrade the DLC to the full version of the game for like a little bit extra. So I think if you own PS3, you can buy the DLC for like eight quid, and then if you upgrade it, you get the entire of The Last of Us for an yeah, extra that's twelve. That's like reverse, isn't it? Like you buy the expansion, and then if you want, you can uh, buy the full game as an add-on. Yeah, it's a prequel, so yeah. Yeah, yeah you get the whole game for twenty. What happens next? So it's twelve quid. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking Thanks. awesome. Of course, um, if you have that installed on your PS3, and then four years from now they stop printing discs. There we there go. £1,000 right in your £1, pocket. £1,000. £1,000 right in your pocket. I've got to pull you up there, Gareth. I did, I did make that joke a few minutes ago. <laughs> right. um, I, I didn't want to mention it. Yeah. You can edit this out if you want. No, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it in. That's <laughs> what she said. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello, <clears throat> Gareth. Just a quick uh, audio check. We're not breaking up, are we? No, mate. We're still together. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Uh, but you normally tell me about an hour in. <laughs> no, I, th- I think whatever new uh, in there you've gotten has actually massively helped. Thank you very much. Are you still recording this on the iPad? Just a detour. Yes. Oh, it's quite good sound quality. Thank you. The iPad said thank you. 
because they're getting more and more intelligent nowadays, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. uh, talking of intelligent technology, Dave, that is a segue. It's what I do. Uh, HoloLens might be the main reason Microsoft bought Minecraft. Now, yeah. Gareth, you know Microsoft. You know Minecraft. What are they thinking? Uh, basically, the sort of two things came together at once. Basically, they had this HoloLens idea. They were like, we can make holograms appear in someone's living room. But and I said thought, this, didn't I say? I said it would be good with something like Minecraft to build Minecraft in your room. Yeah, well, Microsoft yeah. agreed because oh, when I they were thinking, ideas, <laughs> when they were thinking, you know, what's going to be the absolute best IPs to work with this technology? Minecraft was the first thing they thought of, and then it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't, though, was it? I was there well, obviously, Rob, me and. Me and Gareth went at the board meeting. You obviously were. Tell us. <laughs> Tell yeah. us what the first thing they thought about. No, but if it was the first thing they thought about, they would have said. That's no, right. they're saying now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you yeah. can't say it now. Because yeah, they bought it, can. what, a year ago? Yeah. Yeah? And how yeah. long's fucking holograms been a thing? Not long. Hey, mate, come on. Okay. Didn't you used to get generic, you know, them figures? With the hologram on their chest? <laughs> them little... yeah, that's the exact same thing as HoloLens. Yeah. What about those glasses where you know they look normal, but then when someone turned, there was like a hologram of a skull on them. Oh yeah, yeah, that's exactly that? what Microsoft's yeah. making. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. The HoloLens is going to cost like two hundred and fifty quid, and it's just like <laughs> yeah. just really bad holographic glasses. <laughs> I would love that, but why did they die? Why are they not? Do you remember them, or is it just me? No, I remember them. It's probably because um, it was a 90s thing. Yeah. And, you know, we just outgrew it. The world outgrew it. The world the world wasn't ready at the time. Yeah, the world yeah. Just, it just wasn't ready for that. And now Microsoft was just like, you know, we're going to take that idea, and we're going to make it better, combine it with Minecraft and smash. You've got like, you know... Smash, is that like, the word they used? That is definitely the word that they used. I was there when they used it, fact. You said you weren't at the board meeting. Well, I wasn't at the board meeting. I was outside getting coffee. Were you at the smash meeting? I thought you didn't like yes. coffee. None of this is holding together. Dave, not, not does his bowels when he drinks coffee. <laughs> right, so, uh, Dave, just have a stop here. Um, Gareth, you own a PC, right? Yep. Was you thinking of getting The Witcher anytime soon? Nope. Oh, well, oh, if you were, what's, where, where could he go to get it at 30% discount, Dave? Uh, probably Green Man Gaming, I heard. Down the, you know, down the grapevine. Down the grapevine. Down the pub. Everyone's talking about this kind of stuff down at the pub yeah. nowadays. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone walking around with their PT, PlayStation 4s. And... <laughs> no, but pre-order is absolutely fantastic. Dave, uh, you've uh, been put in a few lists, uh, but Zelda, Super Mario Bros and FIFA have uh, among video game Hall of Fame finalists. Now, I don't know if FIFA deserves it. Um, would you put FIFA there? Well, this is the thing. When I first read about this, I was a bit shocked that FIFA was up there with the likes of Zelda and Doom. Yeah. <laughs> but... Would it have been like uh, Metal Gear Solid without the exclamation mark over their head? Yeah, probably. Thank you. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was one of those moments. But when you actually look at the criteria of what they've um, what they've judged it from, yeah, it was uh, through icon status, yeah, uh, longevity. Which means how long you play it, you know, just for you, Rob. Uh, geographical reach and overall influence. I guess FIFA does actually come into that. There are too many people to count who play FIFA. And, uh, yeah, so I guess it does belong in that list, although I wouldn't call it 
one of the best games ever <laughs> to well, see. Uh, fame. Well, I would say, Gareth, you like a good list. Uh, what are the names of the games? <clears throat> okay. Guys. The nominees are Angry Birds, Doom, FIFA, The Legend of Zelda. Doesn't say which one. I assume that just means the series as a yeah. whole. Minecraft. Because it didn't say like FIFA 2003. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which was FIFA, the best one. FIFA obviously. World Cup 2013. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Legend of Zelda, Minecraft, The Oregon Trail. Pac-Man, Pokemon, Pong, The Sims, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Invaders, Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, and World of Warcraft. And if you took away all of the commas, that would make the best video game ever, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, oh, imagine that. But looking at those, some of those, Dave, uh, I'd say quite a lot of those are very nice. What is the Oregon Trail, Gareth? It sounds like an indie game that you play. It's like a very, very old PC game, I think, where like you would have a car going across Oregon, yeah, uh, in like the early nineteen hundreds, and you would try and make your family not die of dysentery on the journey. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that. yeah, that sounds brilliant. But uh, all those games sort of pop out as yeah, but then you got the Oregon Trail, which isn't in my subconscious, which means that you know I don't I hold myself as the beacon of what a game should be, but surely we should have heard of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, Tetris is on there, and I don't think a huge amount of Tetris, to be honest. Do you think it's a bit, the graphics are a bit blocky? Yeah. <laughs> I just get really bored if I play, like, I'm more so than two minutes of Tetris. I'm so fired tonight. Normally I'm, yeah, like, really tired. That was, yeah, I think it's just days here. It's like, you know when another male enters, like, the fray, and you've got to so again... Uh, with me, you and Don, I think we feel pretty comfortable around each other. And I think that actually oh, what, makes the hierarchy has already been formed. Is that what you're <laughs> saying? Between you, Gareth, and Don, it's just hierarchy has yeah. been, uh, been established. But now that I'm the new breed, you want to just yeah. you know assert your dominance again. Oh, yes. <sighs> now. I'm fine with that. As if we couldn't justify the asking price of the £30 season pass of... Batman, Arkham Knight, they're giving us another reason to actually want to buy it with Batgirl playable in Batman Arkham Knight prequel story as part of the Street uh, street Pass season pass. Uh, now, you know, the thing that I have a problem with is I don't really want to play as Batgirl. I don't really want to play as Catwoman. I don't really want to play as Robin. I want to play as Batman because Batman is better than all of them. And in the trailer, I kind of saw some sort of co-op moves. I don't know if you... To have seen that. Yeah. Uh, it looks a bit strange. So I don't know if it's going to be cooperative play uh, or it will just be sort of automatic during single player where one will come down and help you every now and then. Yeah, it's just but, like a tag move. Yeah, it just seems that if you put too much uh, additional content to be bought, it almost forms a game in itself, which is mm-hmm. quite annoying. But I don't. I still don't think it's it's justifying... The season pass, and a lot of people have said they've actually cancelled their pre-orders, and they're just going to wait for the game of the year edition to come out, which would inevitably happen, yeah. and it would be cheaper. But um, from what I've seen, I could quite happily just buy the standalone game, and be quite happy to not really get the DLC content, and maybe buy the game of the year uh, edition when it comes later down the line, because you can always play it completely in a week and take it back and get £35 back, £38 back if you go to CEX or game. So uh, it's not too much of a problem. When you remember, you used to 
I don't know, I think it was about £7 to rent a game for a few days from Blockbuster. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's still not that different. Um, but yeah, I don't know about what you think about it, Dave, because we've not heard <clears throat> I, your opinion. So, I do have a huge problem with um, season passes, especially mm. when they're pre-planned season passes. Because yeah. it's like, oh, here's all the things that we were going to include in the game, but we wanted to pay for them. Yeah. I'm just like, it's, it's, it's kind of annoying. It's, it's the same happened with Far Cry. I did look at the Far Cry 4 DLC and just go, well, some of it seems worth it, but most of it doesn't seem needed. Like, looking down the pack, you know, you get character skins, different maps, oh, some new missions that you can play as Batman. And, you know, I guess the prequel story is the only bit that anyone would be interested in. But that all depends on how good it is and is it really worth 33 extra pounds on the 50 quid that you end up buying the game for anyway and the problem is it's not necessarily stuff you want i mean game add-ons used to be stuff like oblivion used to get knights of the nine shiver it was new parts of the game for you to explore to prolong it stuff like far cry 4 now where you get like the uh, you don't play far cry 4 and think you know what would make this game better is if they had yetis in it (laughs) and then it it gets announced you're like yes complete (laughs) yes done it you know yeah my life is now complete I don't, you know, I don't need anything more from this game. Yeah, but it's so... not even like I feel like I got the special edition of Far Cry Four, which means I got Herc'd, Herc's Redemption for free, yeah. um, and did. that was only three missions, and they were bad. They were yeah. three awful missions, and I thought that if I paid for them, I'd be so annoyed, <laughs> so unbelievably pissed off that I actually paid like seven quid for these three awful missions with this horrendously annoying character. So that didn't give me any confidence to go ahead and, say, purchase the Yeti game. Like, yeah. even though I love Far Cry 4... And Yetis. And Yetis, you know, top He's, uh... top ten things that I want to kill with a bow and arrow. Yeti. Yeah. But, you know... Um... Where would that come on your top ten, Dave? You can't just say top ten and leave us hanging. Oh, I'll probably be number one. You know, kill a Yeti. <laughs> you must have been positively <laughs> frothing at that. I was. Yeah. But that's the thing, is that how many missions is it? How long is the DLC? Is that yeah. my confidence in DLC is completely gone? Because like yeah. you said, usually with, say, Oblivion, oh, yeah, you could explore this whole new world. I remember that Fable had one where you had like an actual full-on like six-hour game add-on. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like, what, two, three hours? Oh, there we go. Thanks for the and it's 30 not that. Quid. It just feels completely disconnected from the actual game. Yeah. I mean, with Nights There's nothing that's connected Nights, to the lore whatsoever. You, yeah, you felt that you were sort of contributing to the overall experience that you were having in that game. Yeah. It was part of it. But now these sort of standalone... Well, you could call them standalone expansions, like the Yeti, Mr. The Yeti, or whatever it was called. You could yeah. have played that on its own and not really missed out on anything. And it's the same Far Cry 3 with the, um, you know... Blood Dragon! Yeah, that's it, Blood Dragon expansion. Yeah. Again, it's just a standalone game with Far Cry mechanics. Yeah. It wasn't really much else. It was good, but, yeah. you know, it wasn't really expansive. And yeah, I guess but... that's what DLC should be. Is yeah. that I'm looking, I guess, on the bright side of this, is at least it is a prequel story. Yeah. And it depends on how, how much Batgirl is included in the main storyline to whether that you buy it or not. So I yeah. guess I wouldn't, as a you know a fan, I wouldn't want to pre-order it, spend the thirty-three quid, and you know not really feel like it's justified. If I played the game, thought actually it might be justified to play the prequel story, 
then I can purchase it later. Yeah. You know, but quite honestly, that's an extortionate amount of money for, you know, for stuff in which you actually don't know. It's not even tried and tested. Well, that's the thing. I was speaking to uh, um, the manager of a game shop uh, who I know very well, and he said, you know, they expect us to sell pre-orders of season parts and stuff, but becoming so kind of against it now that, you know, they just think, no, I'll wait. I'm not going to put down money. Oh. Uh, because I have no idea what 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 I'm getting, and yeah. you know, he said after Watchdogs and things like that, people just feel like yeah. they've been burnt way too many times. That's it. Like you put down your money for something, and you're nervous, you're scared because yeah. there's a huge hype for this. Obviously, the the previous games were absolutely extraordinary, so everyone's yeah. going, Thank "Oh yeah, this is going to be excellent." Uh, but I'm scared because now you're asking me for more money for yeah. extra content and. That just feels like you're grabbing, especially if, like I said, like these characters won't even feature in the main story. No. If they're not really, you know, present, integral, integral to the main storyline, like you said before, Rob, it doesn't feel like I'm expanding the universe. It just feels like I'm playing a side quest in a different yeah. costume, like, yeah. which we've all done. That much. <laughs> yeah, we've all done that before. And, and you, you just hate it, don't you, Gareth? Well, I was going to say, first Go of on, all, Gareth. everything you've said is is dead on. DLC's getting a bit ridiculous. This isn't the first uh, Batman game to have stupid DLC as well. Like, Arkham City, every single shop you bought the game from had a different pre-order bonus. So there was no way to own everything that was in the game, which was infuriating. But they've announced uh, some of the DLC Gotham City stories, which says you'll be able to play as Batman's key allies in narrative missions, extending their storylines from both before and after the events that take place in the main story. Wow. So, here's my prediction. Go on, Gareth. Batman will roll. die at the end of Arkham Knight. Oh and the DLC, you'll be playing like in the city as like Robin after Batman's dead. That's my guess. That's well, are you going to play as Nightwing? And are you going to play as Nightwing as he turns into Batman? Is that what your prediction is? Just that Batman will die at the end of that game and then... Maybe if you've already pre-ordered, after the credits, it comes back up. And then instead of Batman, you're like <laughs> Nightwing or Robin. Oh, Rob, what are you doing, man? That's what she said. You sent a um, horrible picture on Facebook, chat. So, so you're saying, <laughs> Gareth, that if, if, if you haven't um, pre-ordered the uh, downloadable content, then Batman will just die at the end and it will say game over. Um. Well, no. Game over, you prick. Now go and buy the season. <laughs> oh. Maybe. But, you know, they... I think well, it's... So it's a bit like Red Dead... Uh, what's the name? Redemption. Where, you yeah. know... No spoilers. When John Marston dies and you start playing... Oh! <laughs> I mean, they... Rob, Rob they on a side of... note, what the hell have you drawn? <laughs> it's a woman with a serpent arm and, like, a sort of... That's disturbing. Monster vagina. Did you did you think Thank about you. that? But that, that... <laughs> like the fact that well, your brain is... juiced that is just disturbing. That's what's going on through my mind while we're talking. That's no. not. I didn't have to put any effort into it. That's just my stream <laughs> of consciousness, which I... I suppose is more worrying. That 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 is more worrying. Um... But yeah, I don't think personal opinion not worth it. Wait until, like you said, 
game of the year edition comes out it'll be cheaper and probably you won't feel as bad when you know the okay. DLC is actually a bit crap well I've, I've got a phone uh, the others to tell them that you, you liked it uh, I'm going to phone Rocksteady and tell them that you're right. not too happy with that uh, Mario Kart 8 we were talking about this last week Gareth about obviously for pussies like Don who, who starts crying because they can't um, win gold in a, a, a race Previously, <clears throat> the update of Mario Kart 8 um, with the new courses and such would only unlock the next tracks and stuff like that if you completed the races on gold. Now, probably because there's been quite a few whiny bitches, uh, they've actually unlocked it. So now that you can get the 200cc class for all players. So, you know, a bit like gaming nowadays, it has to be accessible. Oh, you want me to actually try? You want me to actually use skill to unlock something? No, well, you want me to get better at the game? No, I'd rather just pay for it. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't pay for it, Dave. They want it for free. It's free. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, Rob, um, I know you're playing DMC Definitive Edition on the Xbox One at the moment. Uh, do you want us to re- uh, to stop playing on hardcore mode? No, thank you. I'll carry on. <laughs> Does someone yeah, r- ring you up and ask you these questions? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're just going <laughs> to my mind. Um, but that that's nice, isn't it? It's nice for little people like Don who want to come home and, you know, just want to bash it out on 200cc, which is a little bit faster than 150cc. Uh, it's 50ccs more there, Gareth. 33% more Cs. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront uh, is going to feature 12 multiplayer maps. Now, you know your, your difference between Endor and Hoth, Gareth. I don't. What? How do you not? Because I'm not. I, I've seen all of the films, but I'm not someone that's kind of into the lore and all the kind of mystical stories surrounding it. Or you know, if if Luke and uh, or I think it was Han Solo and Leia had a child and stuff like that. You know what you love, you lot love. I don't know any of that stuff. Well, I mean, we don't know if. Uh... Han and Leia had a child yet because none of the uh, old Expanded Universe stuff is canon anymore. Oh, is that what they said? Yeah. yeah. They've cancelled oh. it all out. God, you can't do that. Um, well, 12 multiplayer maps. Like I say, I don't know my Endor from my Hoth. Um, Gareth, tell us a bit about it. Is Endor green? Is Hoth desert? Endor is a Close. forest moon. And, I'm sorry. Uh, Hoth is a ice planet. Okay, well there you go. Is that the one with the uh, the the famous scene where he flies a attat around a stormtrooper? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm laughing, but I'm actually sad. Uh, uh, how and... did you fly an eighty eighty? Anyway, <laughs> let's carry on. Oh, Rob. What was the name of the kind of uh, dinosaur-looking robot? Yeah, that's an eighty eighty. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I used to have one of those as a child, not an actual one, because that would be ludicrous. <laughs> uh, I only lived in a small council house. God, and I God, I'd love to see that. All your days come round. Oh, what's that, Rob? Oh, it's just my eighty eighty. <laughs> I had it's an action at at. I had the figure, and I always believed that I could get in it, even though I knew I couldn't. <laughs> but there was a part of me that always fought because the back sort of slid open. And it was quite big in there. Even though I was bigger, um, I always thought that if I tried hard enough, I could be in there. 
I, f- I thought the same with the Ghostbusters fire station. I don't know if either of you ever had it. It was quite. It's quite big. It's about two foot tall, and I got my leg caught in it because I was trying to get in it. When I was younger, I always used to try and get in my toys. You had some well expensive sounding toys. I was gonna say, bloody hell. Yeah, but we got them from boot sales and stuff like that. Yeah. It wasn't as if I came home and I was just lavished with all this expensive stuff. He was just. Let's be honest. He was spoiled. Spoiled. Oh, we what? just happened to find an eighty eighty at a car boot sale for yeah, really cheap. Ooh. No. He's house. He's the one always moaning about scroungers. I know why now. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know us people in our council houses. We were in ATAT back in the uh, early nineties. Back uh, in the day. Yeah, my dad had an X-wing, and uh, <laughs> it was quite good, you know. But people, when everyone started getting them, you'd get obviously the people that went to work and they couldn't get an ATAT, and they they were the ones that were quite annoyed because. They couldn't get them, and they were going around on the um. What were they? You know the one that hand uh, Luke Skywalker opened up and slept in. Uh, um, yes. They, they all had them. Yeah, yeah. Tom-tom. They all had them going to work and stuff, and they'd see my dad or whatever. Oh, he's only got that because he's in a council house. It's disgusting. <laughs> and everyone was going around in these things. Um, oh, sorry, what? Your dad went to work. Yeah, in an eighties. <laughs> It's a bit unbelievable. Really. <laughs> he, my dad's worked for BT for over 35 years. And they're about to buy BE. Okay, mark my words. I know all this inside information because uh, I could tell you inside BT information on this podcast. But, but then I you'll won't. get arrested. Don't do it, Rob. Don't risk it. By BT. A bit of hot Rob it. Right, so yeah, guys out there, everyone listening to the podcast, if you've got... Um, EE or anything like that. They're going to be bought out by BT soon. So if you go for the EE uh, network and you get EE TV, you're going to be getting BT Sports and everything like that. That's some hot, that is some hot gossip there if we were doing a BT podcast for British <laughs> <laughs> If we were doing a BT TV style podcast, that would be right up on the news. It would. Uh, but the thing I'm trying to say, Dave, is where my dad had a council house, but he also went to work, he obviously had his rent subsidised by the council because they pay less, yeah, than okay. private private renting. So my dad could afford the eighty eighty, while everyone else was basically going around. But that, that's what it was like on Endor, you know. And yeah, no, no, I can imagine it. Yeah, it was, it was hard. But anyway, getting back to what we yeah. actually. Yeah, I was about to say on a side note, I'm actually genuinely looking forward to this uh, Star Wars Battlefront. I'm a. Buzz- that's not a side note, Dave. That is the actual yeah. news story. Well, it sounds like <laughs> a side note because you've been talking for the past ten minutes about your bleeding counts house. So I just thought this must be the side note because the news story okay. must be this is Rob's life. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Any bit- any such way. Uh. I absolutely loved uh, the original Battlefronts. Oh, shut up. No, I did. Me and, me and my younger brother played it, like, endlessly. Uh, so we've been waiting... We didn't, because you're not playing it now. Well, so no, because... <laughs> when we were younger, Rob... My God. Yeah, you can't oh, play it endlessly, endless. because endlessly is an infinite amount of time. Fine, we played it a lot. Better? Uh, if you were playing it right now, while you were doing this, then I'd be like, I'm, you know I'm, what? I'm multitasking. How do you know I'm not? Oh, shit. Exactly. Uh, well, we didn't really get it online, did we? Which was the whole point in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm actually genuinely looking forward to this. I'm slightly fearful that, uh, I... seeing as dice are 
in control. I don't want it just to be a battlefield boot. I think it's going to be very casual. That's that's but, the only thing I think about. Oh yeah, maybe. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that it will suit it will suit the game style and where it came from. Is that you know it it shouldn't be competitive and yeah. I think it will ruin it. You know, uh, Call of Duty's for that. Like you see all the. I can't believe there's actually Call of Duty championships now. Shocking, really. But, right, Dave, you have just enticed me. Because what I will say is I watched the uh, FIFA championships. I don't know if you saw that. Um, <laughs> I had no idea that there was FIFA championships. But they weren't playing sort of teams like QPR versus Arsenal, Arsenal, Manchester United. All of them had Ronaldo up front. All of them had these <laughs> ultimate, ultimate teams. And they were all just doing these, like, we call them uh, sweaty goals, yeah, where they just pass oh, it. Yeah, so they weren't doing anything great. They were just going no. to the byline, passing and shooting. Yeah. So what's that? It's on your Xbox dashboard. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll, do it. I'll um, do it. But Dave, do you ever wonder to yourself, where is Rare nowadays? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. Do you know where There's... they are? I think I do. I think I know where this is going, but carry on. They are actually, Gareth, as well, they're in the shadows. And do you know when they're going to come out? It's, it's killing me, man. At E3 next month. Oh, my God. I know. Serious. Yeah. At so, e- what are expected to emerge from the shadows at E3? So, I don't know if they're in the shadows at E3, which is held in Los Angeles Convention Centre. So, I don't know if they're actually in there at the moment, because it says... What, can't by the shadows in the bog? And just, you know, no, no, just anywhere, Dave. We don't know the precise location, oh, but it says Banjo. We don't know where the shadows are. We don't know. Banjo Kazooie Studio Rare is expected to emerge from the shadows at E3 next month and announce a new game. That'd so we know they're there. We know Imagine they're in that. the convention center because it says they're at E3. So they're going to emerge from the shadows at E3 next month. So is uh, there, you know, is their E3 cast going to be like continuously cameras on because nobody knows when they're just going to reveal themselves in the shadows. Well, well, we, we know this for a fact. When the lights are on and other people are doing their stuff, they're not going to come out then. Uh, when, that's true, actually. Yeah, when you're not when looking. The light, yeah. When, they, when you're not looking and their shadows cast, then they could come out of one of those shadows. I don't know how many there are. Do you know how many there are, Gareth? How many shadows? No, how many team members of Rare there are. Uh, I'm going to say more than three. So no, it's going to have to be a pretty, pretty big shadow. Mm. Or multiple shadows. How about that? Oh, Christ. They Everybody could occupy us. each corner of the room. This. Imagine well, the organisation. E3 are going to have some hard time getting this on. It is, because like, when the lights come <laughs> up and say Infinity Ward or Respawn or whoever come to the stage, people yeah. look in the corner and go, Shh, I just think I just saw something. <laughs> and someone's going to go, oh, so do I. Let's look next time the lights come on. And see if there's anyone in the shadows. They're going to keep browsing. That's going to be a yeah. nightmare to bleed in, what's the name as well, to manage and yeah, to organise. Because like this, like we're having this conversation now, because E3, E3 haven't got a clue either. No. So how many, how, how, how big the shadow got to be? <laughs> mate, coming out, this mate. is what we do on this show. Am I meant to stand next to the light? Am I meant to project, like, you know, a cardboard box? Is, yeah. Is, is that a big enough shadow? Dave, they don't know. Let's forget about the shadow for a minute. We're only going to have that question answered when we actually watch their. Um, Greg Mails, a designer who worked on the the, um, Donkey Kong Country trilogy, 
uh, is said to be involved in a project, which I am personally over the moon. Uh, it's not released a game since last year's Kinect Sports Rival, which is actually pretty good, because uh, Microsoft bought them and then put them to work on Cameo, wasn't it? They'd done a banjo yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't. Was it? It was banjo. Yeah, Nuts but you bolt. built vehicles instead you of built, Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, a banjo Kazooie game, was it? It was like a rip-off or like a yeah. But what I'm saying is, then they done the sports challenge, uh, Connect Sports Rival. Uh, then they done they kind of divide, they designed the interface for Microsoft for the uh, avatars and stuff like that. And yeah. They just all the clothing. So that's basically what they they were being used for, which is a bit ridiculous, really, isn't it? It's like a bit <laughs> Beckham and asking him to be a referee or a steward. You being the ball boy. <laughs> there you go. You, you've got it. And no wonder they've gone into the shadows. Yeah, exactly. They've hidden themselves. They're ashamed. Yeah. Uh, but this is Banjo-Kazooie's spiritual successor. Uh, it raises one million in 24... Wow. Now, Gareth, tell us about this. Uh, so yeah, this uh, Kickstarter went up on the first of May. Yeah, a uh, company made up of ex-Rare developers said we want one hundred and seventy-five thousand pounds for our game. It'll be called Yuku Lele. Yeah, uh, it's a spiritual like successor to Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, um, and we're ex-Rare employees, and we're making it, so it's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, they set themselves one hundred and seventy-five thousand. Pounds, which we would, we would think is quite a lot, yeah. Um, but they got that in forty minutes. Oh, <laughs> um, and then within the next twenty-four hours, uh, they had a million pounds and had reached every single one of their stretch goals they had set. Yeah. Um, so now, instead of that game just being like a kind of a small game, now it's going to come out on PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, PC, and Mac simultaneously, and it'll have multiplayer and different gameplay modes and tons of more characters than they thought they would be able to get. And an N64 shader. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty mental. Get the yeah. retro. Get the retro things in there. The retro well, it must cost a lot because it, their, their main goal was 175000 yeah. Um But if they said that if they got to 1.1 million, they would add an N64 shader. So N64 games must have been very, very expensive to produce. <laughs> yeah, surely. To go it's retro quite... is difficult. Talking of a company that's been hiding in the shadows for some time, and I think this isn't because some sort of self-inflicted thing, is Sega. Uh, Sega, for me, when I hear it now, I just feel <clears throat> really sad. Uh, it doesn't really conjure me with much hope. It feels like a company on its last legs, really. Uh, you don't really want to bash it or be nasty to it because it feels bad. But, you know, if someone said to you, anyway. if a kid come up to you or something and said, oh, yeah, so, so Sega is shit. Have you seen the sort of games they do? Sonic and stuff. They're absolutely crap. I'd go, <laughs> I wouldn't care how old they were. And I would say, you weren't around in the Dreamcast area, mate. You weren't around then. and stopped You talking. don't even know, mate. You don't even you don't know. know. Yeah, you weren't there, man. It's just that sort of thing. And, uh, Pretty much, um, it's, it doesn't look like they're going to have a booth at E3 because they wouldn't have anything of interest to show. Yeah. Uh, they could have other games to show with other publishers. But I think if I see another Sonic game, it's, it's not, it's not going to be good, is it? Gareth, what, what does Sega need to do, Gareth? 
Um, I don't think there's anything they can do. They've tried. You know, yeah. they tried pounding Sonic into the ground relentlessly. <laughs> and though they did their job, they killed Sonic. No one likes Sonic anymore, yeah. so... No, we hate him. <laughs> I literally <laughs> feel sick. Yeah. So I, 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 haven't, I haven't ever looked at a Sonic game since the Sega and gone... Sega Saturn. And gone, oh, actually, that's a game that I definitely want to play. Yeah. So all, it's, just, it's just the same thing. Over and over and over again. It's the world we live it's in, though. dreadful, man. <laughs> I don't know, Gross, they need... Street. What? You said it's dreadful, man. It is dreadful, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I don't want to. Talk, I don't want to talk about Sega because it starts my blood boiling. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five finally confirmed. Me and Dave, Dave, you loved Skate, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I was a you... fan of Pro Skater Tony Hawk's, and it says here that it's going back to its roots. Yeah. So they tried, you know, Tony Hawk Shred. I think it was with the ride. Oh, ride. Sorry, uh, which was the one with the, you know, the physical controller, which was an absolute flop. Um, yeah. But they're going back to their roots of like the classic. I like, welcome that. Un- unbelievable combos and you yeah. know uh, all of the power ups and almost the ridiculous storylines and the ridiculous jumps that you have to do and. It might be a nice change, actually, back to you know more of an arcade style of yeah. skating game. I'm not too sure how I'm going to feel about it. I will play it. I will definitely buy it. Oh, but yeah, because I was such a that. huge fan of skate... Dave's definitely buying it. <laughs> yeah, tell, um, Activision. Tell, tell Activision that, you know, and then, oh, mate. they'll definitely... Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, but because I was such a massive fan of skate, um, yeah. I might be a bit um, a bit scared to go back to the more arcade style. I can hold your hand while you do it. Well, you know, anything that you can do with me will, <laughs> is always appreciated. Thank you very much. But I, yeah. I said a few weeks ago that I would absolutely welcome Tony Hawk's back into my house if he was going to go old school because I think the, the market needs that kind of thing now. Something that doesn't take itself too serious is a bit over the top. Just something to play and just not worry about the world yeah. ending or, you know, people from Korea bombing us. Exactly. Which happens in every game, doesn't it? <laughs> every game. I can't, <laughs> I can't get away from Korea in games. Yeah. There you go. Oh. All of yeah. these pro skaters, though, Rob. Yeah. You know, are you are are you in the pro skating circle recently? You know, um, have you, it's getting have smaller. You uh, oh, yeah. I haven't dipped in for a long time, but I know people yeah, like... Because I'm reading this list and I know none of these people. No, but the only <laughs> reason we knew the people back then, Gareth, is because of Tony Hawk. We knew that uh, yeah, uh, Blunkfist guy, whatever his name was, Bob Blunkfist. We knew uh, yeah, even back Margeria, Bar Margeria. Yeah. You know him? Yeah, he was a knob. Uh, Andy <laughs> Cole, Jean-Luc Baffoon. Um, yeah, see, all these people that we knew and loved and never Fabian saw on Didier Drogba. Yeah, yeah, all of those. <laughs> that uh, time yeah. before he went to Chelsea and he was yeah. a pro skater for a little bit. <laughs> there was that young Spider-Man, Darth Maul. Oh, I remember Spider-Man, Darth Maul. Oh, um, that was fantastic uh, before Spider-Man. Well, you well, can see Iron Man as well, I think. Yeah. So hopefully they'll come back. Yeah, hopefully they'll make a return. All those, uh, all those pro Avengers. 
I just I just remember a small a young um black child with long dreadlocks in one of them. Yeah, that's Nia Houston. Yeah, where's he now? He should be of age. He's coming back. He's 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 the first name on the list of uh, pro skaters which are returning to the game. But oh, he's yeah. most definitely gonna be um yeah, older than he was back then. He's older than ten. So. That's a fact. You know, that might be a bit of gossip. Nia Houston, older than 10 years old. Well, you know, you've had your chance. It's gone. Uh, Mortal Kombat uh, Kiss is the UK's best <laughs> game for a third week in a row. Uh, well, it hasn't had much challenge, has it, Gareth? Let's be honest. <laughs> I'll be honest. If the second in the list... Your name's Gareth... not Gareth, is it? <laughs> Shit, my bad. <laughs> Go on. Uh, well, I mean, GTA Five is still a thing, right? It is. Yep. It's still a thing, yeah. but you, you know, you look at the price of it, and uh, it's, it's still holding up. Forty-five pounds, fifty pounds. Um, I'm quite surprised actually, because it's a one-on-one beat 'em up, which isn't the most popular of genres. But I think it's the bloodlust that people feel <laughs> within them well, that's, that has pushed it forward. That's not the most surprising thing about game sales in the UK. The most surprising thing is that Battlefield Hardline <laughs> has like the best, uh, like run of being at the top of the gaming charge since March, and it's still in third. This yes. past week, it was in third for best-selling game in the UK. How yeah. are people still playing that shit? Or are we even buying it? Well, because there's nothing else It's a fucking stealth game! Um, it's not so, even that. Gareth, Robert, am I allowed to interject? Or is this, <laughs> is, is this wrong? You're allowed to ejaculate. Oh, I would love to if you were closer. Anyway, Thank um... You. Yeah, but fourth on the list is FIFA 15. Yeah, that's always the strong <laughs> um, Like, as if people are still buying FIFA 15 this late in the year. It's, people yeah. are still like, oh yeah, FIFA 15. Yeah, let's, let's buy that, but, you know. Assassin's Creed Unity is 20, so, you know, I think that's even worse. Oh, that is a bit bad. But then again, yeah. have you played that game, Rob? I have. It is dreadful. Yeah, but you know, you, you always got to have dreadful games to make you appreciate the good ones. That's good. Destiny's it's nice still to see, on by it. the way, a Lego game. Gareth's trying to talk, Dave. Well, I was about to talk about Lego. No. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you've got some Lego boner. <laughs> I bet your penis is made out of Lego. <laughs> you should know, Rob. You've seen. Dave, stop eating biscuits. All right. <laughs> Sorry about this, Gareth. He does go on. That's alright. I'm just surprised Destiny's still on here. Yeah. Who's Destiny. buying Destiny now? Don. Remember during the <laughs> outbreak you got like 4,000 copies. That is true. Speaking of the outbreak though, Dying Light climbed this week from 8th to 6th, so yeah. Pavel, still that. hanging in there. Good old Pavel. You've played Dying Light, haven't you, Dave? Nope. You need to get on that shit. I know, I need to get on a lot of shit, I'll be honest. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is rude. What are you eating? Yeah? What uh, are you eating? Nothing. nothing. I'm not eating oh, anything. Garrett. Are you eating and blaming it on Dave, Garrett? No. Who's got a rapper? <laughs> no one's got a rapper. You're going fucking mental, mate. All right, then. Uh, Ocula Ri- Oculus Rift for consumer release in the first quarter of 2016. Well, your friend's still got one of these, hasn't he, Gareth? Yep. Is he bored of it yet? No, why would I be oh, born? Oh, come on, it's collecting dust. <laughs> right. <laughs> that may be true. Yeah. 
but it's because he has like one of the original ones where the graphics aren't that good and stuff. Was right. This is Oculus Rift coming out in less than a year. How is that not exciting? No, the fact doesn't it just like provide a horrendous amount of motion sickness? Well, yeah, you could get the same effect from playing a platform game from right to left instead of left yeah. to right. But it's also 3D. Oh, okay then. And it'll have built-in headphones and head tracking. There we go. And it's made by Facebook, so you know it's quality. There we go, Facebook. The seal of quality. <laughs> Are um, they going to release? Do we know if they're going to release games with it yet? It's not a console. It's basically... It's like instead of uh, a monitor on your PC, you'll wear this headset and then it'll project the game into the headset instead of a TV. Oh, right. <laughs> Could you imagine masturbating while your mum walked in? <laughs> you just carry on, wouldn't you? <laughs> if you're like, oh, oh. You won't be able to hear her because you've got the headphones on. You won't be able to see her because you're looking into the, the actual sphere of 3D technology. And, uh, you know, when we were younger, you knew when your mum was coming because you were either looking at a magazine or a picture. So you could you had all of your senses uh, ready and willing to, to hunt her down. And, and it made it an art form, form, didn't it, really? Yeah, you know, you'd be able to tell when it was coming. But if you're masturbating whilst using Oculus Rift, you are taking away all of your senses at once. So, you know, you could be doing it and you wouldn't even know. You think about that, Gareth. Think about the amount of times you've had a close call. Okay. Rob's top tip. If you're going to masturbate using the Oculus, make sure you have a lock on your door. Yeah. Or you tell your mum first. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. It's time for your weekly video game music section. I'm Gareth. Uh, and I'll be playing a piece of music from the world of video games today, uh, like every week. Um, this week I picked a game that I've been playing a lot of. Uh, you probably heard me talk about it multiple weeks. Uh, it's called Heroes of the Storm. It's in beta right now. Uh, going into open beta later this month. Uh, in a, probably like a couple of weeks or something like that. Um, it's a game for the PC, uh, in the vein of like a League of Legends or a Dota, but with only Blizzard characters. So characters from World of Warcraft, Starcraft, um, the Lost Vikings are in it. Uh, there's just yeah, uh, Diablo, like characters from all those games. You fight other characters from those games, and it's tremendous fun. And much like all of the Blizzard games, really, it has a really nice soundtrack. Uh, kind of orchestral, there's some guitar in there as well. But I'm going to be playing you the main theme from that game. Uh, it's kind of the theme you hear when you first uh, boot it up. And it's pretty kick-ass. Um, so, this is from Heroes of the Storm. It's the main theme. Uh, I hope you enjoy it.
So that was absolutely fantastic music there, uh, Gareth. Dave, have you got anything you'd like to recommend uh, for this week's music? That's a bit weird, seeing as it's just played and I'm asking you uh, to recommend anything. Uh, the only thing is, Dave, it has to be obscure and from an indie game and preferably classical. Can't Fantastic. think of off the top of my head. Well, that, Gareth's just going to, whatever he plays, he's just going to edit his own voice into your voice saying that. <laughs> Okay. just played yes okay so this is the part of the show we normally do a feature but we've had an extended uh news section this week now we're on to what have we been playing uh, which is a part of the show which is quite self-explanatory what have we been playing in the world of computer games because we do play games i'd like to go first um i have been playing uh dmc devil may cry uh definitive edition on the xbox one when I saw it, I thought to myself, do I really want to play this again? Because I've played the original three times on all different difficulty levels. Found it absolutely fantastic. <clears throat> the only real selling point of this edition is that it runs at 60 frames per second and it's uh, displayed in 1080p. It does make a difference. It, it makes the game smoother. It makes the game flow a lot better. It, it, it sort of, It's just got this smoothness and it's a lot more sort of uh, quick. It's the reaction times are a lot faster, which I think is absolutely fantastic. They were fast in the beginning. You know, you can't. It's not really something you can tell by thinking back to DMC. But I think if you put the game side by side, you could possibly tell. Uh, but the thing that drew me to it was on uh, deeper investigation as to why I should buy it was the fact that it had a twenty percent speed increase and also a hardcore mode, which mixed up the enemy types, uh, made the enemies, the harder enemies, introduced a lot sooner into the game. Um, and I think that's what sort of pushed me towards it, because I did all the difficulty levels on the Xbox 360 version, and I just want to say, yeah, I did that, what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's, it's part of me that wants to do that. And uh, I can't actually say that yet, because I'm still through my first playthrough, but... A lot of people say, oh, why are you playing the same game over again? Surely three times playing it, you know exactly what's going to happen. I do, but the thing with DMC is that the game plays so solid and so fluid that the story is kind of like secondary. You can skip all of the story, all of the narrative, and still just have it for what it is, an absolutely blinding game, a combat game. And uh, I think uh, Ninja Theory just nailed it on the head and it was the first real sort of American company. I think they're American or British or are they British or American, Gareth? Um, they are Japanese, mate. They're ninjas. Well done. Bit racist. Say sorry, Gareth. It's not racist. Okay. Um, but basically, it's the first game that can hold up to the likes of Bayonetta uh, from Platinum Games, and you really can put them side by side. It's not a fact of, oh, Rob, that's stupid to say that. But they really are. You can compare them. And you, you, you were a bit dismissive of it at first, Gareth, but I know you got into the Xbox 360 version, didn't you? Yeah, well, I had absolutely no experience with Devil May Cry games. They always just look like uh, kind of button-mashy bullshit. Um, but I decided to give that's DMC true. a go, and I fucking loved it. Yeah, and you did as well, didn't you, Dave? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I loved that I did. I, I, I loved that I did. But I reckon I'm one of those people that never got good 
at Devil May Cry. I was mediocre yeah. at best. But the thing uh, is, though, you can... It's a sort of entry-level Devil May Cry on easier settings, but then it's also... It caters for the real hardcore players that want that split-second reaction, that want to be just absolutely swamped with enemies and all the sort of... the chances against them and no way of, oh, can I do this? But you do it and you get through it. So it really is a good place to pick it up because it's kind of like an origin story told in a slightly different way. And I got it for, from CEX for £25. So you got your Xbox One, Dave, and there really is no excuse for you to not play it now. You've got uh, uh, Dante's brother Virgil's downfall, which is sort of separate part of the story. You've got the original DMC, enhanced gra- graphics, slicker gameplay. You know, you've got all the skins that were available. You've got uh, Bloody Palace mode, which is basically just an endless sort of enemy rush mode. And there's so much content there. You you play the game, you get the abilities, and you, you upgrade your weapons, and then you just want to do it all over again straight away uh, with your increased abilities and then go on to a harder level because it keeps all of that. It moves over to your second playthrough. So you keep all your weapons, all your upgrades, and you just keep getting better and better and the gameplay is so slick and fluid. It's it's not like sort of I, I found Ninja Gaiden to sometimes be a bit unfair, a bit too hard. Um, I found God of War to sometimes be like, oh, how did that enemy hit me? That's unfair. You know, I felt that I couldn't respond in time. In DMC, you never feel that it's cheap. You feel that you know your own skill has brought about the results of what you're doing. And if you do die, it's it's genuinely just down to your fault. And I would say for £25, when you consider stuff trash like Saints Row, re-elected, uh, we're talking about that. Not trash, yeah. but Demon Souls, uh, Dark Souls 2. Is it Dark Souls 2 or Demon Souls that's just been remastered on Xbox One? Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 2. When they're being released at a premium price point, when you can pick up DMC for 25 you'd be stupid not to. So Dave, I'm literally saying to you, if you don't pick this game up, you're stupid. Okay? And I can't be stupid, so I need to go get it. You can't. You can't be seen as being stupid. No, I can't. Not not, not in your eyes, Rob. I think you would love it, Dave, because it's not hard. It's not a game that you're going to have pulling your hair out. It's like sex. You know, if you want to yeah. lay back and just enjoy it and have fun, it's there. You can do that. You can have a little play around and a mess around. Everyone's had a good time. And, you know, you can go to work the next day with no sort of bruises or anything. But if you want, you feel like you've been a naughty boy that day and you want to be punished, you can knock up the difficulty level and you can swear and you can curse at the screen. You're going to have a good time either way, but you're just going to have a harder time getting to that climax point. Oh, right then. Yeah. Okay. That, makes, uh, that makes sense. It's something I can relate to. Thanks. Thank you, Dave. Uh, how is your sex life anyway? Fantastic. Thanks. Uh... Good. Yeah. Uh, the second game I've been playing this week is Alien Isolation. Ooh. Now, this is a game I didn't think I would really get around to playing. No, that actually shocks me. I, I, I didn't think that would, that would be a game that you'd be interested in. I didn't think it would be, Dave. But I went into CEX, which stands for Computer Exchange, and uh, I saw it for £12. Ooh. And I thought to myself, come on, Rob, you, you spout nonsense about uh, Wolfenstein. Um the New Order. 
Is that was that the name of it? What? Is, yes. Oh, this is when I'm starting to shut down now, Gareth. You need to start. You need to start fluffing me so I can get the blood circulating <laughs> around my body again. Oof. The new order, and I say to people, "Come on, it's only fifteen pounds. If you don't even like first-person shooters, just buy it because you'll love it." Um, I thought I'd take my own advice, and I bought it for twelve pound. And it's I've got to the part where you suddenly start seeing the alien and things like that. Um, but I think what it is, is it's so not of its time. It's so sort of lovingly made. It's, it, you can tell it's not a game that people have sat down in a room and their first point of thought on the board when they're sort of brainstorming is how do we get the most money out of everyone? What weapons do we include? What DMC? They've literally sat down with an absolutely painstaking love for the source material and for people that have also got a love for the material and set about making a game for fans that they can actually love. Because, you know, a lot of people played Alien Trilogy, they played Alien Resurrection on the PlayStation 1, they played Alien Colonial Marines, and you always kind of feel that you're on an even par with the aliens, you know, especially in stuff like Alien Trilogy for the Sega Saturn. You were going around with a shotgun in a kind of doom thing, and you'd fight about 100 aliens per level, and they'd take one shotgun blast and just blow away. Alien 3 on the Mega Drive, you would just destroy millions of aliens. But this is you versus an alien. And you haven't got a chance. It's not like, uh, if the alien comes, I've got a machine gun and I'll just shoot it. Or, or I'm low on ammo, better watch out. It's literally, you need to get out of the way of the alien or you're going to get fucked and that's it. <laughs> and I think it's kind of turning gaming on its head in that it's playing with your expectations because you need to realise that you're not the big guy in this game. You're not the guy with the double machine guns with hundreds of ammo. You are you are not supposed to be in this game and you are going to get taken out if you go on it. And what I found most impre- impressive was the excruciating detail that they've gone through into it. It's the ambient sounds as well. I was playing it on my headset. Um, I closed the curtains because it was the middle of the day and it's one of these games that you know you can't play during the day because the sun doesn't let you see anything that's going on. So I had to draw the curtains, put my headset on, and it's the the atmosphere and this, the sounds, the ambient sounds of the the spaceship going through your headphones, which is very impressive as well. And it's hard because even though it's set in the future, it's coming from a future that people thought of back when Alien was made, not the future as we know now. Yeah, it's the future of the 80s. Yeah, so they've had to adhere to that. You, you know, you don't get this sort of mass effect hollow screens where everyone's kind of using their hands. You don't get LCD monitors that are the size of paper. You don't get people talking through kind of wristwatches. There's none of this. And it's we're talking CRT televisions that yeah. are sort of hanging off the wall. You're talking about sort of safe systems where, you know, it's not to do your DNA. You've got a special card that goes into it. Everything feels very of the time. Um, sort of the posters in there, a sort of fashion that still looks very dated, even though it's supposed to be futuristic. And it's the fact that they designed everything around the original directly, Ridley Scott. Um, his It was Ridley Scott, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I don't know why, just... why that just happened. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> as if you're a dad, like, talking to... <laughs> His stupid son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Rob. Well done. <laughs> Dad! 
Daddy, my balls have not dropped out yet. Yeah, it's his own yeah. case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. fine. <laughs> uh, so it's Ridley Scott's vision that they're actually designing to. And uh, it all feels very strange, but also very comforting in that kind of space odyssey, the, all those sort of futuristic things. And it's, it's just looking at it and kind of just feeling engrossed in it and a part of it. And all the buttons are really big and the keyboards are like big keyboards. They're not like <laughs> sort of projections onto the um, onto the desk. They're all like very, everything's wired in and stuff like that. And I think if you're a young guy or you don't appreciate that sort of devotion, you're going to miss half of what the game's trying to do. Do you know what I mean? If you don't look at it from a design standpoint, you are missing pretty much what they're trying to get across, this kind of vision of things and all these ducts, these tunnels that, you know, these service hatches that you go through, they all look very old and they've got fans in there and stuff like that. And um, like I say, I've only just met the alien, but... I knew I didn't meet him as in, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've known him the alien pretty <laughs> much down. shook his head away from me. Yeah. He was like, like, Oh, I'm the one that's gonna be killing you this game. Oh nice yeah. to meet you. Okay, I'll go hide. <laughs> yeah, I'll go hide now. Um But it is it's terrifying because the first time you meet the alien, I'm not gonna give away too much too many spoilers, but the first time you encounter the alien, he does something really rude to one of your friends. Which, you know, in a in in a everyday scenario would be illegal um but you're so on edge and you press the lift button and it's not like a lift from the future that goes it's like this old kind of it's just as it's coming down not in that it's not that sort of sound of a guy going into into a microphone but you know that's what I mean like this big freight elevator coming down and it takes about a minute to come down and it's so masterfully done as in you know you know there's an alien somewhere and obviously playing it again if you were playing it for a second time you'd know for a fact that the alien's not going to come out because you were there before and it didn't come so you wouldn't be on edge but you're just sitting there in the dark with a torch listening to this really loud elevator coming towards you and you're thinking, I've got no gun, I've got nothing. If this alien comes, that's it. So that's you're just waiting. And it's like really good and it's really well done. And I think a lot of people that sort of overlooked what Alien was, obviously I've not played enough of it as it is yet to make any real big decisions about it. But I think that they haven't got the patience to sort of take in or say, hey, I know what they did there, that was very masterful, the way they built up suspense with you thinking that you're going to be next. And that this this elevator is taking forever, only heighten the tension. But most people would think, oh, this bloody elevator is taking ages. Why are they going to be getting annoyed? But you know, <laughs> if if you you think of it on a level and you see what they've tried to do, you you've been. But I'm enjoying it so far, and hopefully, I'm only like I say about an hour into it uh, because I've been playing so much DMC. Uh, but <laughs> things are looking positively rosy. Sounds good. Now, in, uh, in pecking order, uh, Gareth. Yep. What, what obscure indie game have you been playing this week? <laughs> now, I've not really been playing much this week, but I have been dreading this section. Oh, mate, um, come on, do you want to talk about it? Well, so... No, you haven't gone back to League of Legends, have you? No, no. The, okay, good. so this weekend, 
I was in London. Why didn't you hit me up? Yeah, that was. I knew that was going to be an issue. No, but that is really, Dave. You know how um, just, just really sort of sinister I am. Dave <laughs> <laughs> told you the story of how me and Dave met. Yeah, right, you yeah, forced yourself point? on him. Yeah, yeah you did. So you were in London, which was a bit rude. You could have come and stayed with me, for fuck's sake. Free accommodation. I could have waxed your back. I could have given you a baby oil rub. I've got baby oil here. It's 50% free. So I've got 50% of baby oil. I've got enough. No, you know, I, I planned what to do with it. But then yeah. I found out I had 50% more. So I've just got 50% sitting there that you could have had. Oh. oh. Sounds like I've really missed out. Well, I had a full weekend of activities already planned. That's fair. Uh, because I was in London for the Gfinity StarCraft Spring Masters tournament. Oh, get a life. Oh. <laughs> I've got some kind of... Oh, that's pretty cool to... Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we did talk about on the podcast a couple of months ago how uh, they were opening up an eSports arena in Fulham in London. Yep. And that's where I was, uh, the Gfinity Arena. It's not really an arena. Is that what all your tweets were about? Yes, that's what I was tweeting I wondered about. what was going on. I was like, this, this isn't wrestling. No, but you know, it doesn't help that like, your homepage is just my Twitter feed. Yeah. So everything I ever post, you know about instantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I, I follow about 10 people. <laughs> so like, a lot doesn't come through. Yeah. Uh, well, there's like a, a view cinema... Uh, in Fulham, like right at the uh, underground station, and mm. three screens of that cinema are dedicated to esports. Um, so okay. they had like a stage set up, and there was a, a section for the casters to be talking about the games that were going on, and there's a lot of seats and stuff. What and makes you go there? To see professional StarCraft played live. You don't even like StarCraft. I do. I like StarCraft. No, you don't. You only say it now because you went. I've been to Stark. They don't have many Starcraft tournaments in the UK, but I went to the uh, WCS like two years ago, where Tasel Sonatosis were casting. Down to London for that. Yeah, it's fun to did watch live Starcraft. Okay. No, she didn't. Who did you go with, Ken's? No, no. I have friends who live in London, who are you into don't. games. What? You've only got me. Yeah, who aren't you? Hear what you're saying there. Yeah, I'll track him down. <laughs> oh dear. I believe. Follow your friends. How did you meet these people, Gareth? Was it kind of like a Facebook thing, and then you all found out you liked StarCraft? No, they used to live in Manchester. Come down here, take all our friends. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what happened. Everything you think that happened is exactly right. You can't call it any other way anyway, so you might as well just say that. Yeah. (laughs) But everything. If Rob's got an idea, you say, yep. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, Gareth. It was a really good tournament, though, wasn't it? It actually turned out to be pretty good. Uh, the Saturday, there wasn't that many people there. Um, it There was, like, a theatre of, like, probably, like, 300 seats. And there must have been about 25 people there. <laughs> My God. Uh, which was a bit of a shame. Sunday, <laughs> yeah, Sunday was much better because it was the uh, finals for that day. So there were probably about 100, 150 people there. Sorry, Gareth, but that is so casual. You know, you're the hardcore. You're there from the beginning. These Johnny-come-latelys just buying tickets for the finals. Yeah, I know. 
But the beauty... Some people just not dedicated, mate. I know. <laughs> the beauty of being there on the Saturday, though, is that, um, you know, you kind of catch the eye of all the pros and people that are there, because they... Especially oh, me, okay. like... <laughs> what? No. <laughs> oh, you don't mean like that? You no, come of course for not. A groupie. <laughs> I, I mean, bet you were like... sitting in the front row wearing chaps. <laughs> <laughs> just winking at them all when they all looked up from their PT screens. Oh, uh, doing the spread leg thing from that film where she crosses her legs. Basic instinct. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, no, because like, you know they see you on the on the uh, the Saturday when there's not that many people there, and uh, you know someone like me, I stand out with all my hair and stuff. So they sort of, oh yeah, with all your hair. They sort of even keep you in mind. He doesn't even have on his head. He's just got it in carrier bags. Bag <laughs> <laughs> for life. He goes around uh, hairdressers and he just gets it from the floor and then runs off. Yep, that's oh. exactly right. Uh, the first Chiefinity Masters, like a couple months ago, had uh, the second best player in the entire world there. Uh, he's oh, called Parting, really? and he obviously was. What's his name? Parting. <laughs> that's his name. Um, Sorry, Parting. And he wasn't there for this one, but there was still uh, two, the, I guess the two most famous players in the tournament were MC uh, and Jadong. Did you say to him, uh, I've been dreaming about you parting my bum cheeks? He wasn't there. That's, you know, I've been listening to me now. I'm just thinking of jokes. All right, good. <laughs> it's a good use of your time. Thank uh, you. Um, yeah, MC got knocked out uh, on the first day, which was sad because he's uh, one of my favourites. Uh, J-Dong did pretty well the second day. Did you say, uh, I've been uh, dreaming of your J-Dong parting my cheeks? Yes, I said that to everybody who would listen. <laughs> um, the tournament ended up getting won by uh, Sola, who kind of came out of nowhere almost uh, to win the thing. Uh, he the was last... fantastic. When yeah. he was playing for Chelsea, I mean... Was... <laughs> Sola, not Zola. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. S-O-L-A-R. <laughs> Didn't have a second name. It's his StarCraft name. Um... The last four people in the tournament were all Zergs. Okay. Um, which meant the last like three or four hours were all Zerg versus Zerg, which are, pr- can be pretty fucking boring. <laughs> so that was a bit of a letdown. <laughs> oh, 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 proper selling this, you are. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but um, there was a like meant to be an after party uh, after the tournament ended on Sunday. Which kind of fell through a bit, but we found out the pros were still like going out and getting drunk. So we already pros down in London. What? Prostitutes are called pros. Are they? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, that I wasn't referring to prostitutes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All the staff. You really do. (laughs) I I I kind of was. Yeah. Um, All the Starcraft professionals and. uh, all the sort of, you know, people behind the scenes and stuff, they were all out getting drunk. Um, and we sort of found out where and we went and tagged along with them. Uh, and it ended up everybody just crammed into one two-person yeah. bedroom. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> oh, I love you so much. This oh. is why I like your stories, because it's a lot better to interrupt than you going on about something else. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there are a lot of us crammed into a two-person bedroom. <laughs> wow! Um, so it was like me, my friends, and then like you won't know any of these names, but like uh, Jadong, the Muslim, Rotterdam, uh, Harstem, 
just a load of professional StarCraft people just all getting drunk in this room and it was pretty surreal. Sounds like fun. It was. Uh, kind of made friends with Harstem a little bit. I doubt he'll remember me because he was drunk as fuck. He was on Tinder all night. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you say to them, like, um, why don't you fancy coming on the podcast? Uh, I, I mean, I could, probably could have done, but there was another guy there who I guess wants to be like a professional StarCraft caster. And at every opportunity, he was like, oh, have you seen my channel on YouTube? And I was a bit like, okay, oh. I don't want to be that guy. That guy. No one wants to be that guy. No. So I just... I guess so, yeah. You, you're just playing it cool. You're like, oh, I'll wait until the opportunity. I'll wait yeah, exactly. I'll wait until I get him into bed, get him drunk enough. <laughs> and then maybe then ask him a question. Yeah, well, you know... I'm... I'm planning to go to the next Gfinity StarCraft tournament. Maybe the same thing happens again, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe they recognise me. They think, maybe oh, we had a good time with that guy. And felt against his bum cheek. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was my crazy StarCraft weekend. Uh, hanging out with oh, Jadong. That's what the DVD's going to be called. Jadong's pretty cool. Jadong's pretty cool. Oh, he Jadong's is, yeah. pretty cool. Shout out to Jadong. I feel like you don't mean that seriously, but Jadong's awesome, so you should. He is. <laughs> Touch that. Dave. Yep. Take it that Gareth didn't play anything else. <laughs> yeah, that, that. Yeah. So, Dave, what have what you been are you doing? For? Sorry, you moaned at me yeah, for what? Opening a bag of crisps, and what? You're yeah, doing you opened it up? about five times. And you're, you're currently clashing around in your kitchen. Listen. I've had my children for about five hours. I didn't get to eat anything, so I've just the podcast coming to a close now. You know, you're you're going to start talking. So you know, just stop. you're allowed to eat when there are children nearby. It's not like That's a what rule. I say. You're just not allowed to eat children. You're you're clearly not mistaken. But you know, Dave. Sorry, I just don't want to don't want to interrupt you, mate. Um. So what have I been playing? Is that the question, Rob? Oh, no, that's not the question. But, oh, you know, maybe if you'd used a bit of common sense, you'd realise that me and uh, Gareth had just been talking about that and that you're up next. <laughs> Gets really ratty when it comes to the end, doesn't it? I uh, do. <laughs> I've been playing uh, Far Cry 4, but mainly on co-op. Um, it's, it's It's been quite fun, actually. Uh, I thought, I've didn't recently... the co-op need wed keys and stuff that you could only use a certain amount of? Or was that PS4? I think that's PS4. Okay. We haven't really experienced, like, quite honestly, I haven't explored like the limitations um, of the Xbox One side of things. Okay. But I have heard that, yeah, you can only do it for a certain amount of time on the PlayStation, like, okay. and then they kick you off because for reasons. Um but I've been playing the cart quite um, a bit with uh, my mate, and it's 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 quite fun actually. Um, sadly, you can't do any of the story missions. Um, that's reserved for some reason uh, for single player. So, but you can do all the side quests and um, like outposts and collectibles, etc. And it's just a really nice experience to explore with another person. Um, I've completed the game, so I've got most of the guns, and it's just fun using them for, like, you know, in a co-op scenario where 
you're necessarily not really taking anything really seriously. Um, taking over an outpost, just using a grenade launcher and things like that, and it's really quite fun. I reckon next time though, I definitely want some sort of cooperative story mode. I think that it will really add to the game, um, and yeah, just improve the experience. Sadly, um, the servers on the actual multiplayer, I have <laughs> I've yet to join an actual multiplayer game of competitive multiplayer, uh, regardless of what game type I select it just doesn't work really uh, yeah really like hardly anyone is playing this game multiplayer online oh. uh, <laughs> i'm shocked <laughs> because i played a lot of far cry 3 uh online and that was really quite fun so i was actually quite excited to see what they do with far cry 4 but i've 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 been trying i tried today for about an hour and it just it just refused to let me join to a game um which was just really quite sad um, but yeah, that's I've been playing that and GTA Five again. That's mainly online. Slowly, the heist I've really been enjoying. Um, I feel that some of them, the the payouts, they I feel like they promised so much more uh, from the payout, like that you would be absolute millionaires. And we recently completed the last heist, and I. I guess it's not a bad thing, but it is ridiculously hard um, to try and get the money out of the heist. Um, yeah. There's like a counter where you can only lose so much money. Um, so you actually, you end up like having a million pounds each, but then that goes down to something like 200,000 pounds each, um, depending on whether you, yeah, but you, if you became ultimate millionaires, then what would be the yeah. point in playing the game? Well, I think that's why, like I said, it's not really a bad thing. It is horrendously no. frustrating because you had to do like six setup missions before you got to this final one. But I guess it is it, it's difficult because the payout is so large. Yeah. Um, you know, is that like you said, if it was piss easy, then everyone would just do the final heist every single day and become like a quadruple trillionaire. Within 24 yeah. hours. You just described um, what Don does with Destiny. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that guy needs to sort it out. Yeah. But yeah, no, it is, it is really fun playing the heist, especially when you've got the set four people which you've been playing with. Um, like, time flies by, you really just... It's so much fun just uh, doing it, and it's always nice when you get the payout in the end. I feel like um, they try to incorporate too much of the storyline in some of the heists. Like, there's one with Trevor, and as always, it goes tits up. Spoilers. But um, you still get paid, but I just feel like some of the story aspects of it failed a bit. Um, but no, I've, I've been enjoying both of those that. games. <laughs> enjoying both of those games. And uh, yeah, just tell EA... And Rockstar, my opinions on their online <laughs> services, Rob. I'll let them know because me and uh, Gareth normally have a conference call with yeah. them after every podcast. Yeah, obviously, just yeah. to let them know what, what what we think of things and if we can give them any sort of ideas. Yeah, if you can pass my notes along, it'll just be you know. I'll pass it along, Dave. Don't worry about it. A huge favour. Yeah. Hi, mate. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, it's been absolutely brilliant. It's been beautiful having you here, Dave. It's a, a different dynamic. Thank you. But very I think much. It's, so that might be quite nice and 
Don's away having his uh, hair treatment, so (laughs) maybe next week. He's not going to be here next week, is he, Gareth? No. No? So maybe we'll get Dave. Gareth, if you don't like Dave, you know, all you have to do is just send me a little private message on Facebook saying... Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Dave won't mind. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I won't mind. I'm, I'm, I'm used to haters, so it's fine. It's know. not that though, Dave, is it? It's because you know you're confident hate, in yourself. Uh, that's fine. That's why Rob was attracted to me. You see, his supreme confidence. But uh, <clears throat> for anyone that is out there and would like to follow Gareth on Twitter, it's at Game Banter, uh, which is the name of his website, <clears throat> which also has the exclusive review for Max Payne Free. <laughs> Uh, you can find out Gareth's uh, opinions on Max Payne Free, um, which is actually really, you're thinking of releasing it as an audio book as well, aren't you, Gareth? Uh, yep, it's uh, hard to get an audio book published that contains the word cunt, but uh, we're working on it. There we go. Yeah. Um, so if you want to read that, that's on the uh, I think it's on the homepage, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably somewhere around. There. It's probably on the homepage, and uh, you know. Y- That'll be that, that's down as Gareth's last review, so it's a bit of a big one, isn't it? I've reviewed things since then. Oh, okay. I'll have to have a look. No, you won't. <laughs> it's, it's just that it's quite hard to navigate, isn't it? The site. I don't know. Everything's right there. It's, it's all right in front of you, as any good site should be. But Gareth, fantastic, Great. Dave. We tried doing a website once, didn't we? Yeah, it failed miserably. That is because you have to do work and stuff for it. It's just hard. It's hard. It's not like just talking and then putting it out. Yeah, that's what happens, mate. You just talk and then it magically appears online. Yeah, that's why there's music and stuff in it. But that's the future, isn't it? You know, that's why fame and fortune is so easy above these YouTubers because. Now, let's face it, if they actually had to put in any effort at all, if uh, PewDiePie had to run his own website where he just screamed into a mic while playing games, I don't think he'd be as successful as he is today. So, show you, Rob. Thank you very much. Well, that's been absolutely fantastic this week. Dave, I'm thinking of buying The Witcher 3 on PC. Is there anywhere in particular I can get it? Particularly there's, like there's a couple of sites. Okay, uh... no, there's only one. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure really Green Man Gaming might want to uh, pay us so there you go absolutely greenmangaming.co.uk uh, and also this year this week has been sponsored by Belgravia Hair Transplants so we'll see you next week hopefully for the three of us if Gareth hates Dave then just me and Gareth Dave. maybe and we'll get someone else bye until next week guten tag Dave, say goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.